Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, what's going on, man? Man, life is good. How was uh, how was everything with Marcus? I apologize. Uh, we were in the process of a move, so things got crazy, so I had to duck out, and then Marcus pinch hit uh, admirably. But uh, how, how was that one? It, look, it was a little crossover pie because we talked a little fantasy, a little reality. Uh, we obviously touched on the big... I mean, the big thing that is the game changer was Aaron Donald's contract. But then we mixed in top 10 wide receivers in with Marcus having a little bit of a fantasy slant. It was an interesting conversation. I love it. I uh, appreciate shout out to Marcus for, for helping us out on that one. I appreciate that. Today on the show, uh, actually going to talk about deep ball passers and look up some next gen stats on that. Who are the top deep ball passers from last year? What do you expect from those guys coming up in the upcoming season? Uh, so we're going to hit on that a little bit. Also going to talk some rookie QBs, you know, these opportunities that they have to win jobs. Do we think it's going to happen and, and what the uh, forecast is for those guys? But before we get started there, Buck, I need to know right now, as as my son, I've got one that's going to be a freshman in high school. and He's entering kind of in the high school football phase. They start their morning workouts. I need I need a little scouting report. I need to know what what your squad's looking like for next year as uh, as your head coaching career continues. Is this year three? This will actually be season four. 
Um, Season COVID four. Year, yeah, 2019 was the first year. So, um, you know, DJ, it is always a work in progress. And so right. Monday was the first day of workouts. We've been working out throughout the, the, the summer, throughout the spring, but now it's the first time that everyone comes together. And so I'm just a big believer in, man, before we can even think about what we're going to do, we've got to get the right people on the squad. And so right yeah. now we're going through the trial phase. That takes like two weeks to kind of figure out who's who and what's what. Uh, we're working on conditioning and those things and just the basic things. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun watching them. I would say that they probably wouldn't say that it's a lot of fun because um, I think we're a little old school. I think you pushing remember. Them, pushing them a little yeah, bit here. I think you remember. Do you have gassers. the trash can set up? Do you have the trash can set up out on the field? Uh, yeah, because a no-no is you cannot. You cannot. Not on the field, turf. No, you gotta you gotta get off because then I gotta I gotta bring somebody in to clean that. So hey, little receptacles at every corner of the field. Like hey, find your way to a little gray receptacle, but please do yeah. not yak on the field because then I gotta call administration. We gotta get the people to clean. Um, we've had a few, but I mean, DJ, we're not doing anything crazy. We're just doing like some runs, some sprints, some bear crawls, some gases, nice. like simple stuff. You know, how about but, monkey rolls? You do, we got any monkey rolls going? No, 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 we can't do, no, 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 we can't do monkey Do you remember having to do that though? I remember that was like I in, do, the I, I, in college, we'd have to do those things, man. I remember guys doing that to take care of the football so you didn't fumble, like rolling yeah. over and doing all that other stuff. But well, you did like the three. Is this what I'm thinking when you had the three guys yeah. where you'd like roll over, you got to jump over him, and they roll back? <laughs> yeah. like, who came up with this thing? <laughs> I haven't done this, but what's coming? Um, I don't know if you're doing dead walks where you. Oh yeah, those are hard, man. Yeah, yeah, got flexibility. Got to open up those hips and so all that. But no, it's 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 all in good fun. I think the the fun thing is watching the kids kind of get together. Um, Really, what you're trying to do is you're trying to help kids become really good people. And so you use football as a vehicle to kind of get them do some stuff. And you try and tell them, "Hey, man, you can be great in anything in life. You got to commit to it. And if you commit to it, you can hold people accountable." Hold yourself accountable. Then you can earn trust. You do that. You got a chance to be successful. So it's been a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. I was talking to a, a buddy about high school coaches the other day and uh, last thought on this and we'll get going. But he brought he, he said a great analogy. His his uh, his brother is a high school coach who's done really well. And uh, I said, you know, what what's his philosophy? You know, who always talk about philosophies. He said, what's his philosophy? He said he never talks about wins or losses. He said he deems he deems how good a job he's done by how many weddings of his former players he gets invited to. Yeah, and he said it's, it's amazing yeah. when you think about that. Like if you develop that type of relationship with these kids, that four, five, you know, eight, ten years later when they get married, that you're on the invitation list, then you've made an impact on the kid. I thought, and 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 the wins kind of come with that once they. What is that phrase, Buck? That they don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. I think that's you evident. know DJ. DJ, this has kind of been like one of the best things. And I think what it's done is it's made me better in terms of watching ball and teams and team building. But I would I would say he's absolutely right. Because what the kids want is kind of what every kid wants from a parent or whatever is they want consistency and reliability and stability. And so mm-hmm. they want to make sure that you're going to show up every day, that your messaging is going to be the same. And uh, what I also learned is what you learn with your kids. Whatever you say you're going to do, you better do it. Yeah, follow through. So you say yeah, so if you say that, hey, if guys are late, we're gonna lock them out. Better lock them out because yep. they're looking. Because so, no, it's great. And so I'm hopeful that you know we build enough young people that somewhere down the line I get some invitations and stuff like that. <laughs> guys, uh, grow up because it's a lot of fun watching them kind of go through each phase. 
I love it. Uh, all right, let's get going here. Let's talk deep balls. Uh, this is uh, looking at next-gen stats, top 10 deep passers from 2021. So we're going to work 10 uh, all the way down to number one. And Guy, I want to get your thoughts kind of on what you expect for these guys in the future. What's changed around them uh, and whether or not we see this as sustainable and, and what we see from them going forward. So 10th in the league. How about the MVP Aaron Rodgers with 10th uh, in, in the deep ball last year? You look at um, his completion percentage over expected is plus 7.3%, which is, is pretty darn good. It means he's getting more than he probably should. Um, six touchdowns, three interceptions. You know, it's not a it's not something with him. You think about they're very selective in taking their shots down the field. They're going to beat you up underneath with his accuracy and consistency and then and then selectively take their shots. But he was the 10th best in the league last year. Yeah, DJ, I think like with some of the deep ball stuff, the numbers that we look at, um, a lot of it is the coverages that they face. Like some teams are going to park the safeties in the parking lot, take the deep ball away. Sometimes it's a, an aging quarterback losing some of the fastball when it comes to being able to push it down the field. But the efficiency with which that he operates is amazing. And so we think about like 38.1%. Uh, I think you have to think about the deep ball much like we think about the three-point shot in basketball. Man, 38, 40%, that is a nice solid number because it's hard to connect on those shots just because of the range and because of the coverage that you're facing down the field. Yeah, so they kind of put this whole thing together with all these stats, and it gives you your your passing score on deep attempts. So he was a 91. Uh, just above him in, in the ninth spot, actually we have a tie here uh, just above him, so I guess it would be tied for eighth. Uh, we've got two guys, Derek Carr and Russell Wilson. Derek Carr stays in the same situation in, in uh, Vegas, but – he adds Aaron Rodgers, top receiver, uh, and mm-hmm. coming over there and Devontae Adams. Russell Wilson obviously changing completely. He's now with the Denver Broncos. So of those two, if they tied last year in their passing score uh, on deep balls, both guys very effective there. Who would you say is is better equipped to have a, uh, have a big time year pushing the ball vertically between those two guys? I would think Derek Carr, but Derek Carr's uh, efficiency and production will be tied to the personnel. When you have Devontae Adams teaming up with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, you're guaranteed of getting an all-star in a one-on-one matchup. And so I like the odds of being able to find a deep ball based on a matchup as opposed to the coverage. Russell Wilson steps into a nice situation, but man, I am racking my brain trying to figure out how someone is going to match up with the Raiders on the perimeter. I don't know if you have enough five-star DBs to handle what they can trot out there when they go to their 11 personnel package. So Derek Carr's been good on the deep ball here. Um, but here's my question to you, looking at these two guys. This is the Patriots offense. This is mm-hmm. the death by a million paper cuts offense with guys, when you think about Devontae Adams uncovering underneath, Hunter Renfro uncovering underneath. Waller, you can say, okay, he can stretch the seam a little bit more. But I, I don't know how much vertical they're really going to get, Buck. I mean, I think they're going to let those guys uncover, get the ball in their hands, and, and let them go like New England's done forever. Whereas with Russ, I think Russ goes to Denver, and you get K.J. Hamler, who's a flyer. You get Jerry Judy, who's a flyer. You get Cortland Sutton on 50-50 balls down the field. And Russell Wilson has always been you know, the sexy deep ball guy. So yeah. I'm actually kind of leaning towards just the situations. I think they both have great years. But I'm actually leaning towards Russ being more vertical than – than maybe a car this next year. Well, he may have more opportunities to push the ball down the field because when we think about the running game and what they can create, yeah, he may have opportunities. And you're right. When you looked at the numbers, because I think Derek Carr was seven touchdowns, five interceptions compared to Russell Wilson having nine and two touchdown interceptions, he is known for pushing it down the field. And 
when we talk about just uh, who throws a prettier deep ball, man, it is hard to beat that moon ball that Russell Wilson drops down the chimney. Uh, yeah, he can put up big numbers. It, you know, until we see him, until we see what this offense looks like, it's hard for me to forecast. But I do like what potentially could happen in Denver if the pieces of the puzzle fall into place. All right, this next one. I mean, does this does this one shock you a little bit here when we get to the next one? Because the next two guys are tied right above the two we just mentioned, and those are yeah uh, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I get it. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was darn good on a deep ball last year, Buck. Hey, DJ, like it's one of those things. And, and, and here's where we talk about facts over feelings. The yep. one thing numbers do is it takes all the emotion out. So whatever you think about Carson Wentz based on how it played out for them at the end of the year, when you look at the numbers, this is a remarkable stat. Look, he, he completed, what, 43% of his deep ball attempts, seven to three touchdown interception ratio. The passer rating was 106. Yeah. If we're doing the blind resume, I don't think anybody would have put Carson Wentz's face with those numbers. Maybe we need to go back and maybe in Washington, it might be a little better situation because the burners that they have on the outside, yeah. Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, they Dang may have Brown. some guys that play, yeah, that plays to his strength. They have an opportunity to really maybe maximize what his talents, talents are as a player. Think about that. Last year on deep balls, Carson went seven touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes seven touchdowns. Um, this is the big number, the completion percentage over expected. Carson Wentz was plus 10.1%. Uh, Mahomes was plus 4.2%. In other words, like Carson Wentz outperformed on some of these throws, meaning he made some big-time special throws that were not supposed to be completed. He found a way to get them in there. I think of, gosh, what was it, the game against Arizona where he had some big-time, mm-hmm. big-time throws early in the year there with the Colts. Now, obviously, we know how it ended in, in, in the, uh, the game against Jacksonville, but there is still some good there with Carson Wentz. I found that quite fascinating. All right, right above them – um, we have all by himself here, Matthew Stafford in, in fifth spot. When you look at his numbers, what jumps out and what do you expect this year? Well, what jumps out to me is just the sheer volume in terms of the passing yards that he put up, 1,300 passing yards. The other thing that jumps out, uh, look, a, a seven to seven touchdown to interception ratio, which is even. So the efficiency in terms of pushing the ball down the field was not exactly what you would like. Um, but this is Matthew Stafford. And he has that gunslinger mentality. And some of those were early when OBJ was coming over. He's trying to get OBJ involved, trying to push the ball down the field for some things. But, look, he's a threat. He makes you defend every blade of grass, particularly down the field. It's one of those things that you have to understand. This is who Matthew Stafford is. And you're going to get some of those turnovers, but you also can get the big plays that come with it. Yeah, I think with Stafford, I mean, anybody that throws a no-looker in the Super Bowl. <laughs> With the not, game on the line. With the game scary. on the line. Yeah. Exactly. So to kind of see him kind of run up the totals for both teams, you know, his and and the opponents, not a surprise because, I mean, was he one of the first guys? I guess you probably go back to the guy you played with in Brett Favre where you started hearing the term gunslinger, you know, kind of became overused. But I don't know that there's a more – uh, apt description of Stafford than gunslinger. Like he is going to shoot his shot. He's not going to leave. He's not going to leave the field going, man, I wish I would have been a little more aggressive. Nope. He's, he's going for it. Absolutely going for it. And he's going for it at all times. Uh, that's one of the things that has made him a fantastic player. And I know a lot of it was lost during his time at Detroit. We now are having an opportunity to appreciate it in LA with the weapons that he has around him. 
He's a guy that's going to push the envelope. Sometimes it'll work against you, but a lot of times it's really going to work for you. All right, here we go. Now we're into the top four. Um, Justin Herbert comes in at number four. I got a front row seat to watch this on a yearly basis, but uh, last year, eight touchdowns, four interceptions, a 99.3 passer rating, 40% completion percentage, plus 7.8% over expected. Um, so he's, he's, uh, he scored a 97 with his overall passing score. And you talk about being able to push the ball vertically, Buck, the thing that, that jumps out to me, a lot of times when you think about guys that push the ball vertically, you think about extending plays, which he can do some of that. Uh, you think about just play deep play action and then being able to get mm-hmm. the ball up early and out. Some of these are within the pocket bodies around him, no platform to be able to step and he's in, in heavy duress throwing some of these balls, which is just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And, you know, DJ, it's, it's, it's funny because there's this thing where we're bubbling up about Justin Herbert being a superstar. I give Brandon Staley a tremendous amount of credit for really being bold in his proclamation about his young quarterback because the dude is a star. And then when you look at the numbers and you see what he is actually doing, this guy's a top five quarterback, and you yeah. see it every week. But I think on a grander scale, I think people have to appreciate what he is. And it's one of the reasons why when we talk about the AFC West and how excited everyone is, I think you made this proposal and pitch that they should put at least one AFC West game on primetime each week because it's the battle of the quarterbacks. I mean, we already have three of those. Not every quarterback is on the list. Derek Carr, Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and now Justin Herbert. Every quarterback is on the list. All top 10 guys when it comes to the deep ball and Justin Herbert ranks first. It's just one of those things when we talk about quarterback play and Justin Herbert, he has to be in that conversation as a top five guy. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. And and as we get to the top three guys in terms of the deep ball, some interesting names here. I, I think that's a fascinating uh, surprises. Some surprises. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's get to number three on the list with a passing score of 98. Um, again, seven touchdowns, three picks, a 111.1 pass rating, which is a huge number. The number for me, again, completion percentage over expected plus 12.3%. So far exceeding what was expected on some of these plays. And that's Kyler Murray, uh, a man who's uh, who's looking for a payday buck and somebody that when you talk about his ability to extend plays and then use his eyes, I think that was one of the things that stood out to me when you're evaluating him through the draft process is he really did want to scramble to throw. He, he did not want to just take off and go to the point where you're like, dude, you're so electric and dynamic. I wish you'd use that quick little stride, just go and run more. But he likes to buy time to try and push the ball down the field. Yeah, he wants to buy time to push it down the field. But, you know, DJ, I think because of all the stuff around Kyler Murray, right, like some of the things that you question maybe from a leadership standpoint, some of the body language stuff that you don't like, what it does is he's allowed that part to overshadow the player that he is. Pretty darn good. To think about Kyler Murray being – third best on this list, to put up the numbers that he puts up, pushing the ball down the field, you now understand why the Arizona Cardinals are committed for him being the QB1 for the future, even though there's some debate about when they're going to pay him and all that stuff. DJ, the the proof is in the pudding. Like, these numbers are ridiculous. And I know we have the lasting image from the playoff failure where he lost against the Rams and those things. The numbers, the production, the performance – he has been a guy last year. We're talking about him being a top five player. He has that kind of talent. He is everything that you want as a number one overall pick from a talent standpoint. Now, if we can get the leadership stuff and the body language stuff right, 
you're talking about a bona fide superstar. Those numbers are superstar caliber numbers. I'm with you, man. Uh, I'm with you. I think that that's why that that check is going to get written. Um, <laughs> there it is. Like I understand. Like they were frustrated. They wanted the deal to get done on Kyler Kyler's side with his camp. They're going to get it. I mean, they're going to get it, and they're going to be happy with it. You're going to pay him a ton of money. Um, number two on the list. How about this one, Matt Ryan Buck? And this is, uh, you know, with a 99 score. So really, he's he's tied for first here. Uh, but Matt Ryan, not a lot of attempts, you know, 20 of 42. So it's a huge completion percentage on deep balls. 47.6 is, is outstanding. You know, three to one, you know, touchdowns to picks. Again, it's not a big volume, but it's just really efficient. Completion percentage over expected plus 17.8%. I think that speaks to a little bit of who he was working with last year. Those no-name receivers, basically it was Kyle Pitts and and uh, and then cross your fingers with everybody else last year. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how, how much I read into this because I, I see those numbers, but it's not a lot of volume there. It's, it's not a lot of volume there, but, but, but DJ, it's one of the reasons why I think uh, you're a little excited about, you know, Matt Ryan taking over because – we're looking at these numbers, right? And you're looking at uh, Matt Ryan. And you're right, it's not a high volume in terms of the sample size, but the passer rating, 107.7. He's very efficient. Look at the completion percentage, yeah. 47.6. So now take those numbers, but you have Matt Ryan replacing Carson Wentz, who put up great numbers in the same offense. It's an opportunity for Matt Ryan to maybe have a little bit of a rebirth, a resurgence on the outside as a quarterback in the twilight of his career. Because this offense is going to give him an opportunity to do what he does really well. And throwing the deep ball is one of those underrated parts of his game that he does really well. Yeah, I think the, the best way to summarize the, the transition from Wentz to Matt Ryan is, you know, I think with Carson, you're going to see some of those unbelievable plays. He's going to hit the three, five feet beyond the line. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to, you know, he's going to dunk on people and create these massive highlights. Whereas with Matt Ryan, it's just like just make the simple play. It's a two-handed, it's a two-handed chess pass. You know what I mean? Like he just gonna yeah. everything that's there, that's all they want him to do. Just just make the plays that are there. We don't need you to play really kind of outside the structure. I don't think that's what he is. So uh, it's gonna be fascinating to kind of see the creativity. You maybe lose some of that with Wentz, but the consistency you gain with Matt Ryan. Yeah, the consistency is everything. And you already hear the reports coming out about what he has been able to do in the off-season program. And I know it's off-season program and no one really cares about like that stuff. But you're hearing the players talk about his leadership, what he's added to the team in terms of raising the standard, uh, his ability to challenge the wide receivers. But then everybody to a man, including Frank Wright, has talked about the accuracy. Well, when you add that accuracy on short, intermediate, and now the deep ball, this offense has a chance to expand because all eyes are going to be on Jonathan Taylor. Now you get an opportunity to take advantage of defenses, really overcommitting to stopping what I think is probably one of the best running games in football. Yeah, that division, man, they're going to run the rock in that division. All right, tied up there with him at number one was Josh Allen. No surprise there. Uh, more volume here, 954 yards, uh, five touchdowns, two picks, 100.7 passer rating. He was only plus 7.8 in terms of completion percentage over expected, which means they've got some stuff dialed up to get guys open, and he's, he's kind of made those happen. Um, but, uh, again, the 99 score there as good as it gets. And that, that one doesn't surprise me when you think about big, strong, you know, big plays, I think Josh Allen's probably, you know, him and Justin Herbert to me in terms of cutting that image, Mahomes, obviously like those guys kind of, to me, I think of vertical passers, those guys come to mind. 
Yeah, no, I, I think of that. I think he's built to be a big place specialist. I think you go back and watch him at Wyoming. You had an opportunity to see that a ton. Um, throwing it down the field in Buffalo, he's become a more accurate passer on short, intermediate, and even deep because early in his career, he struggled with the deep ball. Well, now he's dropping that thing in. And with a guy his size, with his athleticism and running skills, able to push the ball, he's different, man. He, he's, a, he's a different player. This is the year that I think he has to vie or he will vie for the MVP. Everything is lined up for him to do it. He's matured into, and look, top five quarterback who has MVP caliber stuff. Now it's time for him to play like that. And the deep ball will be a big part of how he plays and performs at that MVP level. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back here and touch on some rookie quarterbacks before we wrap it up. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> hey, guys. Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit BioToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. All right, Buck, uh, just quick, as we wrap this one up today, I wanted to look at these rookie quarterbacks, and I, I want to just kind of give me a number, and then we'll bounce back and forth on this. I want to say right now what you believe, and we got, I got plenty of time once we get through training camp, season, preseason. Uh, we'll have a better feel for this, but I want to know the number of starts for some of these rookies. You ready to go? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's start with Kenny Pickett. How many starts for Kenny Pickett this year? I think eight. I think he starts half the year for the team. I don't think he wins the job right out of training camp. I think that goes to one of the veterans, namely Mitchell Trubisky. But by about the midway point, I think Kenny Pickett will have settled in enough that he'll get an opportunity to lead this team. And once he gets in the game, I think he stays in the game. So give me eight starts on Kenny Pickett. Eight starts on Kenny Pickett. Okay, I like that. I, I was going to lean towards. I was going to go. I was going to go ten. I'm going to go a little bit over that, mm -hmm. and say that we do see Trubisky here at the start of the season. Um, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun competition to watch. I don't think he starts week one. I think we're on the same page there. Eight to ten starts. I think we're kind of speaking the same language there. How about how about uh, Desmond Ritter with the Falcons? Desmond Ritter. I, look, I would go four. Um, and I would say four is just due to maybe some circumstances, injuries. whatever that is. I would is. say injuries with Mariota probably gets him on the field. Yeah, ankle sprain or something like that. He gets an opportunity to go on the field, gives them a chance to get like a little sneak peek at what they have in the third-round quarterback. And then after that, they'll make a determination where he plays. But I think four is a nice, safe number. Yep, I'm going to say three to four. Yeah, I'm with you. I think we're seeing the same thing here. I think that Mariota, I don't know that he's going to make it through a whole season. Um, but again, would you be shocked if, no. you know, Marcus being out there, if Marcus went down in the third week of the season and then and Ritter ends up starting the most games of any rookie, that wouldn't surprise me. No, it wouldn't surprise me because remember, look at all the young guys that have played, that played last year. Look at all the different quarterbacks that played, that had opportunities. Uh, it'd be an opportunity for him to play. Yeah. And he's going to, he's going to learn the playbook in two seconds. I mean, everybody raved about how smart he is, how sharp he is. So he'll be able to pick that up. So I, again, I think it's, it's determined on the health of Mariota. I don't think he's going to beat him out. Um, but you know, Marcus is, has had injuries in the past, so that'll be something to keep an eye on. All right, Malik Willis with the Titans. He, I mean, he's he's not starting games this year, is he, Buck? No, I think he's a red shirt. He's a red yeah. shirt candidate. This is this is Ryan Tannehill's deal. I think it would have to be a crazy, wild circumstance and situation to give Malik Willis an opportunity. I think this is his opportunity to get better on the practice field to prepare for an opportunity to potentially play in twenty twenty three. How about this? Is there a chance he plays in games but just doesn't start games? Like, here's the thing. Everybody always talks about these packages. I've, I've done it. We're going to give these guys a package of plays. They never do. It never happens. Remember, I mean, Trey I Lance, so. we said that. And it didn't happen. 
Yeah, I think it's too hard. I think it's too hard to disrupt the flow of, of, of the game to get him. Now, they, had, they need to have a package of plays ready in case he does have to play. But to stop the flow of the game to say, hey, Malik Willis, we're going to come in and basically use you as a Wildcat quarterback. No, nah, I think they roll with Ryan Tannehill until Ryan Tannehill gives them a reason not to. I think the veteran will play well. I don't think we'll see Malik Willis this year. All right, Bailey Zappi was the next pick. I, don't, I think we're on the same page. I mean, unless something yeah, happens with Matt comes. Jones, he ain't playing. Uh, Sam Howell will be the last one there in Washington. You know, we just talked about Carson Wentz a little bit earlier about how efficient, you know, effective he was on the deep ball. What do you think? Do we see Sam Howell, your, your Tar Heel, I, this year? I give him one game. One game. One game. <laughs> one game. We'll give him one game, just like this is the price is right, and I put the bid for $1. I'm going to go one game with Sam Howell just because, DJ, we talked a little earlier. There are so many quarterbacks that got on the field last year um, yeah. that that I would just kind of bank on maybe something happening to the one and the two quarterback that gives Sam Howell an opportunity to play. I, I, I think that's what happened. Didn't we see Ian Book last year play for the Saints? Yeah, um, maybe, minute, maybe, yeah. yeah, so maybe this is an opportunity. Sam Howell gets the opportunity to run through, run out the tunnel, hear his name call, run the offense for a game before he goes back to one of the veterans. Yeah, yeah, because you got to remember, he's not on deck. He's in the hole, you know, like he's not – he's starting out as number three, not as most of these guys are coming in at least at number two. So he's got to climb over a couple guys to get into the game. But I, I don't know why. I just got a sense that maybe we see him for, for a few games this year. So yeah, we'll see how it all shakes out. But I I thought he was kind of almost criminally underdrafted. I, I, he had not deserved to fall as low as he did in this draft. I, I actually believe in Sam Howell. I think he's got a shot to be a good starter. So – I'll say I'll say three four. I think he gets his uh, he gets out there. Carson will get hurt. See what happens with Heineke, but uh, he'll 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 find his way on the field at some point in time. So we're kind of we're we're very similar on all those. We are. We're like see we've been doing it for too long. We're we're, we're coming from the same viewpoint on all this. One thing we know: young quarterbacks don't have an opportunity to play. These guys have to gear up and get ready to play as starters, regardless of whether uh, their teams tell them like, "Hey, this is a redshirt year." As they always say in football, you're one play away. And yep. one play in training camp, one play in the regular season can change everything in an instant. And you could do the Justin Herbert thing. Hey, by the way, five minutes before the game, you're starting. Oh, yeah, how about that? Here okay. We Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was – I still – I just see me and Mike up in the boots going like, what is going on? Is this real? Uh, it was bizarre. Uh, anyways, all right, that's going to do it for us today. We appreciate you guys hanging with us, and uh, we'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander.
When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 